0: Hi, I'm Tommy. Hi, I'm Scotty, and welcome to What the Culture. Scotty, what you been getting into this uh, last couple of weeks? Not much. Um, been a good week. I watched. I don't think I watched it the last time that we did this. Uh, I watched the Flash, the new Flash movie. How was it? Eh, it was okay. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was decent. Um,
1: I saw some pictures of the cameos. I didn't yeah. realize a lot of them were like like. I don't know.
0: CGI? CGI, yeah. It was
1: CGI. <laughs> I okay, think the Nicholas
0: Cage terrible. Yeah, the the part <laughs> with the um, that that was the real down. That, that was one of the real downsides of it. The CGI for them showing all the the like the old Supermans was terrible. Like, yeah, the Nicolas Cage looked like it looked bad. It was, it, was, it was bad. Um, the, the story was good. I just... I, I can't quite put my finger on what I didn't like. There was something that I just didn't like about it. Um, I thought Batman, you know, they show. Um, uh, Why does his name just leave me? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yes. Uh, Michael Keaton. So, you know, they show him in the previews. And, of course, he is in the movie. Yeah. And... I kind of thought it was going to have a bigger role. Um, oh, it wasn't in it that much. He he was there. It just. they yeah, made I the don't, don't like give he it was away. A prominent figure in the movie. Yes, I, I don't want to give it away. Uh, so, it was better than some DC movies, but it's still like it. If they're trying to live up to Marvel's hype, especially you know their first beginnings is it's not even close so it was okay I'm glad I didn't go to the movies and see it but I, I will say that I'm glad I watched it at home so, <laughs> so I'm sorry but it's just I don't know that's alright You know, it is sorry it DC is. You're just keep going keep trying James Gunn don't let us down no and so maybe that's what that did make it good that's you know what he what he was able to do and when I see Ezra I'm thinking you know oh my god that's a really weird guy and that's all I see when I see him. I keep thinking. He had a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, in real life, he is so strange. And so I couldn't get around that part either. But um, it was better than some DC movies that I've seen before. Oh, that's good. And so I'll give him that. And so, we'll, we'll, yeah. How's your week been?
1: It's been pretty good. I, uh, on my We did that post of like, get to know us. Yes. You guys probably saw it on... Facebook or Instagram.
0: Yep. And if you haven't, take a look and get to know us.
1: Yeah, get to know us. We've got a fun little post. Yes. Introduces us, the hosts, a little bit. Talk about our stuff we like and stuff. Absolutely. It was, good. it was good. It was good. It was real good. Well, I put on there, my favorite TV show is Breaking Bad, which is true. Yes. So I was browsing Netflix last night, and I realized... I've never watched Better Call Saul. Really? So I started Better Call Saul. What do you think? I really like it. Just is two it, episodes in, I'm like, oh, this is good. It is. Better
0: Call Saul is a very good show.
1: Wasn't expecting to see uh, Tuco. I was, second I was episode. Thoroughly
0: enjoyed. Uh, I know Better it's Call a prequel, Saul.
1: right? Before he made the Yes, yes, okay. yes. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, i like it. Is. I'm that, it so they far. did a good
0: job with that show. It was really good. And let's see, well, is, is, this, is his name Michael Odenkirk? I should. Know I believe so. Idea. Yeah, I believe so. Uh,
1: yeah, I like. He's a really good actor.
0: Yeah, I was, so my, my yeah my show um, Joe Pickett it's it's got one episode left and it's sad because uh, that's <laughs> that's like my my big show and I'm scrounging around trying to find some other stuff. Uh, shauna has been throwing me some ideas, so I'm kind of kind of thinking about them. And then uh, my other show is oh. Only uh, Only Murders in the Building is getting ready to get started. Oh, it's coming back? Yes. I know my wife likes that
1: show. The 6 I am a
0: huge
1: fan. And my friend from work, she likes the show. She was talking to me about
0: it. Yeah, I'm a a huge fan of Only Murders in the Building. I was always a fan of um, Steve Martin. Yeah. And so I I watched all his movies growing up. Oh, yeah. So I'm a really big fan. And so when I saw him and Martin Short in it... uh, Selena Gomez, I mean, I knew her. I just, I didn't know. I know she, she, it's
1: just crazy how well she fits in
0: with Yes, like, she, It doesn't seem like a likely trio. They, but it they doesn't, all just, but they blend together. I yeah. mean, I know Steve Martin and Martin Short, they, they, you know, worked together before and yeah. did good. But yeah, Selena Gomez was a perfect fit. So very excited about that show. August the 6th, uh, if you haven't ever seen Only Murders in the Building on Hulu.
1: You'll never guess what I've been listening to this week. What's that? Grunge. Really?
0: That's amazing. What have you been listening to? Well, uh, come to find out, I've also been listening to Grunge. How about that? What a coincidency. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. (laughs) On this episode, we're talking about
1: Grunge. The thing that knocked out hair metal. That's what we talked about last episode.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah. you Remember last episode, we talked about uh, the 80s hair metal and, you know, how popular it was, how big it was, uh, how, you know, great it was. And to me, that was like rock and roll. That that was like, if you want to think of what, what was rock and roll, hair metal is definitely rock and roll. Yeah. And then by the early 90s, like 90, 91, um, some of these bands actually, we never heard of them. They were around a little bit before this. Uh, some of the bands uh, formed in the early, uh, I'm sorry, late 80s, like 88, 89, right. if you actually look them up. Sound, so, Soundgarden even formed like 1984 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they, they were together. Uh, the thing is, uh, so uh, grunge uh, music, it's, it was more local. Uh, they they called it Seattle rock or, or Seattle music because yeah. it, all, it all originated in Seattle. Uh, so like four of the main big
1: right, bands, they, they, all these
0: there. bands uh, they were just playing locally in nightclubs, bars, stuff like that around Seattle. I was I was telling you earlier I was, list- I was not listening I was reading a article from um, Allison Chains Terry Cantrell, uh, who's the lead guitar for Allison Chains, and he was talking about you know that at that time none of them wanted to get famous. You know they were just they were actually going to each other's concerts, listening to them. And it was really amazing, um, like the the history behind it, the the stories behind grunge, why they were doing it. Really, uh, really interesting. I I spent a couple hours just reading different uh, interviews with people, different articles about grunge. Uh, So at the time, you know, it really spoke to kids, spoke to youth. It was a huge change. Uh, Kids, you know, tired of the pop, uh, the the upbeat, happy pop pop music, or even rock at that time. So grunge, you know, it's was definitely a different sound uh, with what they did with the guitars and stuff and how they sang their, their, their songs. Now,
1: was, a lot of them distorted the electric guitars.
0: Yes, yeah, very distorted. Um, and the way they described it is, is the best way that kind of their singing was kind of like a, a real rough, growly sound. Uh, and, you, and you hear that, through. you know, even though... That, uh, the bands were different in their in their own ways they all kind of shared a lot of the same traits yeah uh, especially with kind of what their music was about um yeah their lyrics their... were full of angst yes <laughs> uh, so yeah gr- grunge spoke to you know uh, kids you know talked about the darker side of life uh they talked about drug addiction suicide depression
1: um, and they didn't Sing about it like in a positive way, you know. No, like no. some 80s songs are like,
0: yeah, drugs are cool, right? Yeah, no, they 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 sung about is you know about the bad side of life, you know, not 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 things are going bad. I, I like one um, one thing that I saw, and I thought was really interesting. Where was it? Yeah, a, a typical typical vibe of grunge music is that everything is awful, but at least we know it and we're in it together. Uh, that's so, a great definition that was that was really it was good everything is awful and we know it is but you know we're in it together and, and it's crazy how fast it just blew up yeah so and i was like we were saying i didn't realize how big it was i just liked the music and i, I liked the sound I, it was so different you know coming from the the hair metal and then you come into this and it was just a huge difference in sound. But, you know, when you look, when you stand back and you read about it at how huge it was across, uh, people's lives, you know, and it was really geared toward teenagers and like people in their young twenties just, but it helped kids out that are having a hard time in life. And and like you said, uh, as far as how the music sounded, uh, down-tuned and riff-used uh, rock with uh, le- the electric guitars, heavy feedback, uh, ponderous bass lines to support their melodies. And uh, uh, me and Sean, I, I sat down and I, sit, I said, I told her, I said, I'm going to play these uh, play six songs. And I said, you just listen to these songs. And she was reading the lyrics as we were you know, going through the songs. Yeah. And she mentioned that most of them were very depressing. <laughs> yes. And, and a lot of it is if you, if you really – look at what they're saying or you know sometimes it's, it can be difficult to understand what they're saying yeah you
1: probably can't understand what pro jam's saying
0: right uh and then <laughs> even summer nirvana songs um you know they one article said and i, I like how they did it and, and I, I mean i kind of knew it already but their songs were cryptic kind of like they didn't just come out and say certain stuff like they they said stuff that meant something else but if you, if you really listen, you, you get what they're saying. Yeah. And but um, Nirvana and,
1: did that a lot. Yeah,
0: they did uh, a lot of a lot of work. They used some some of their songs were kind of weird. If if you really just if you just read what they were reading or uh, read what they were singing, you know. But um, so she and, and I I thought she did a good job. Uh, she said that it, to her, it kind of reminded her of blues music, you know, kind of sad, down. But they, they did it in their own way. And so um, they had their own their own uh, style of doing things, and you know as we said, uh, Soundgarden was the first to get signed, and people outside of Seattle started realizing about this
1: music. And I want to say, Alice in Chains was the first one to have a music video on
0: MTV. Right, right. I think it was Man in the Box. Yes, and for you, that blew up. (laughs) For you younger listeners, uh, at one point in time. MTV was not a reality TV show or or channel. It was a music channel and 24-7 they played music videos. Right.
1: There was no like there was no reality TV shows. shows. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, There's no uh, Pregnant 16 or (laughs) Nothing like that. um, Yeah. There there was no what was the the one uh, the New Jersey thing. Oh, Jersey Shore. Shore. Yeah. There was no Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Sadly, that came to be but yeah, MTV was awesome. It was amazing. Yeah, MTV used to be cool. It was every music. And did, now they try to be cool. Yes, and <laughs> and, and that was something else uh, that you just said that. So grunge music was getting away from this whole trying to be cool. You had to dress this way and look this. Yeah, way. Yeah, they wore flannel jackets. Yeah, they wore. <laughs> yeah, their their attire consisted of, you know, loose, baggy jeans, ripped. Just regular t shirts, flannel shirts. They look homeless. They, yes. <laughs> and, you know, that, that was one of their goals to, to not, to tell kids you didn't have to fit in, you didn't have to do this to be yeah. cool, you could just be yourself. And I was uh, actually listening to a um, uh, interview with Kurt Cobain, and he was the lead singer for Nirvana. And he said, you know, one, he never wanted to be famous. That, that was not his goal to ever be famous. Uh, but of course, you know, he, he was and uh, ended up being very famous. Pearl Jam didn't want to be famous. Right. Much. Yeah. They just wanted to, <laughs> to, to sing. And so, and uh, Kirk Cobain said that something that he didn't like, and he called them yuppies, that these rich yuppies, you know, riding around in their BMWs singing his music. He didn't like it. You know, he, he said, and, so their music was geared more to lower middle class, uh, struggling people in America. Yeah. And so that, that that's who their music was for. And so, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, our, our, our you know, again, doing our list, our favorite bands, uh, what we like, but, you know, if you've never looked into the, the history of, uh grunge music, it's, it's really interesting to, to see where they began and all they did. So I, I just really enjoyed it. And so, Why don't you start us off this week? Okay. Number five. So number five. Okay. So I had a really tough time with this one because there were so many songs of different artists just scattered everywhere that I liked. So uh, my number five, actually, I had had two number fives. Uh, So uh, Stone Temple Pilots and Candlebox. They were both my number fives. I couldn't. I sat there and listened to the songs. I was like, okay. Like, number five who are you and i was like i'm sorry you're just gonna have to be both so <laughs> both of them and i just wrote like a um a song that i like from from both uh from each group i, I my my personal favorite song that i like oh i like this yes nice. so um from stone temple pilots was plush and then Candlebox far behind and Go i, I really yeah i really did can, um, we, can
1: we hear your Best uh, Scott Whelan impersonation? Uh,
0: Probably, probably not. Uh, (laughs) Because it would be good. And yes, you know that's not bad. That's not bad. I feel like if I hadn't, maybe uh, if I had been up uh, since yesterday, maybe I could do it and pull it. But that wasn't too shabby, right there. Yeah, Scotty worked last night, and he's coming to deliver you guys some great content. That's because I care. (laughs) We care about you guys and and so you know we you know we're listening to these songs, and so and that, that's where I started with with Shauna uh, with, with her just listening to this, and she's before she knew it and she kind of said it, you know, something they said about their music real quick uh it was characterized by dark and angry. Uh, sounds uh, popular for young people.
1: That's what Shana said? Yeah. Oh, she's
0: like, this is like really... She gives great descriptions. Yeah, she's like, she said, you know, and she said this was, you know, really dark, really angry. And I read an article and it said, this music is (laughs) characterized by dark and angry sound popular with young people. (laughs) Who were tired of happy upbeat songs? She didn't add, do the the last part, yeah. but she did. She said it was dark and angry. She should write a review so on she her probably Facebook should. page. I, I think she should. <laughs> uh, she, unfortunately, she hates social media. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> but uh, you know, but I I'm going to tell her though because uh, she did. I, th- I thought she did a good job explaining it. So yeah, uh, Stone Temple Pilots and Candlebox, and both you know the the, the real rough sound, rough guitar. Grungy sound. Who's your number five? My number five is yes. Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains. Yes, they were they were close. They, they were about I was bouncing around that, but go ahead.
1: They. Uh, I mean, they're okay. I don't want to go TMI, but yes. let's, me and my birth mom didn't have the best relationship. Okay, I got you. But one thing that we did like was grunge music, nice. and that was her favorite band. Nice. So you know, kind of have that sentimental. Value, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they are awesome.
0: They they are, and you know, like we said, you know, Allison Chains was was one of the first, uh, you know, ones to, to get out there in the airwaves yes. and people to find out what grunge music. Yeah, was. when they
1: put Man in the Box the video on, yep, uh,
0: MTV, it blew up. Yes, and then that, and then people were like, whoa, it, it was. <laughs> and and like we said, you know, at the beginning that, I, I, it's like as soon as it hit the airwaves and hit MTV and people saw this. Like immediately, like just spread across the whole country, and everybody loved grunge music, and you know I I think it was you know there's a lot of people at that time that could just automatically relate to you know to what they were saying right uh, and, and what they were singing about, and you know they didn't have to keep being their
1: their most popular song i think man in the box like being stuck in a box
0: (laughs) yes Uh, so i I actually read a little bit about that song yeah and they talked about you know it was they wanted to go against uh, censorship you know because uh they put on their of course they had the uh, explicit lyrics you know on their sound on their on their album yeah and that was kind of what man in the box was about you know that they didn't want to have to be in box. Yeah, in this one of
1: the parts of the song it's like i think it says like i'm sick of your shit or tired yes. of your shit or something like that <laughs> exactly <laughs> they're tired of it
0: and so yeah um wow uh, one yeah. thing i nice like too, story.
1: uh i remember it was a couple years ago i think they made an album and it actually sounded like grunge like 90s so i thought that was cool that it, they stuck to their you know a lot of people will make a new album like 10 years later and it sounds nothing like Right, they the, they they're bread and butter. You know, they
0: they got out of what they were doing and trying to fit in. No, uh, yeah, Allison Chains did not. Um, and
1: another cool fact about them: their album facelift was right. the first uh, grunge album in the top fifty of the Billboard's two hundred.
0: Really? Wow, I didn't even know that's awesome.
1: And uh, that album, Ozzy Osbourne, put it in his top ten metal albums. <laughs>
0: That's a very random thing for it. That is a very random and interesting <laughs> I fact. saw that and I'm like, that's so interesting. Why <laughs> that, that's even a thing? I wanna mention that, that. That's awesome. <laughs> and I mean, that's when you know when you're talking about metal music, you know, that's somebody to get recognized by. Yeah.
1: If Ozzy Osbourne's that's, giving you props, yeah. Yes. yeah
0: that's absolutely. a good shoulder rub
1: right there. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, and, who's your number uh, four, well,
0: Scotty? Allison Chains. Oh yeah. And so uh, Rooster was like my my favorite song from the... Oh yeah, yeah. So and they actually, you know what? Rooster was the the first song that Shana heard. Then it they was. They should uh, play that at Gamecock game. They they would. They, <laughs> I, I thought that that's an awesome <laughs> they song. Come to snow the the rooster. rooster. Yeah, and you know yeah, he'll never die. die. <laughs> I, I think hopefully you know that somebody would hear Maybe that. That's
1: an awesome University of South Carolina. If you hear this,
0: yeah, go, think about yeah, that. Put it out that there. is. It'd be awesome. It'd be worth paying the, the money to get to play the song because it writes itself exactly because everybody comes there to try to snuff the rooster, but they're never going to die, right? So, I mean, that's a, it's a Instead of Goonies never die, gamecocks never, never die. die. That's <laughs> <can't so>, go- <laughs> that that a perfect them. fight go song. On. You're welcome, South You're Carolina, welcome, guys. absolutely. Yeah, so Allison James, and like everything you just said, fantastic group, amazing group. Answer okay, uh, so. What's your number four? My number four is Pearl Jam. Oh. Speaking of Pearl Jam, we are talking about that. (laughs) Yes. Very good. Very good choice.
1: They have a lot of good songs. I don't know which one would be my... I guess Jeremy or Alive, one of those two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Both. uh, I was... When we said... Once we said that we were going to talk about this, so I went ahead and I picked my... Went through and I found my favorite groups, you know, what what I would consider my, my top five or six kind of um, and just went through and just listened uh to like a, a group of all their songs and stuff yeah Uh Pearl Jam had a really you know just great group of songs they did and, you know
1: what I really like about like all my top five they all have like a different sound Like they do even though they're all like grunge
0: yeah they, they, they do. all they,
1: have their unique sound they do they cool. have their
0: own yeah they have their own style in a way I mean like you said even though it's grunge and you, you still hear the, the, the guitar and stuff that, that that sound that you get out of grunge music, but but you get um the, you get everybody's style. You, you definitely get everybody's unique touch on grunge music.
1: And do you know what their first name was?
0: No, I do not.
1: Mookie Belock, because that was their favorite basketball player. <laughs> they were big uh, basketball fans. <laughs>
0: That's, so when I was going through and reading you know, different grunge bands. Cause you know, I, I, there's so many grunge, well, sorry. There's some grunge bands that I literally had never heard of. Same. And you know, they, it was just, they never got popular like these other guys. I went on like a top 20 list just right. curious
1: and I saw some names. I'm like,
0: who are these guys? Never heard of them <laughs> all my life. And so they didn't make it out of Seattle. Yeah. Right. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're still just playing in Seattle. And it was you know that a lot of them, that's what they, yeah, <laughs> that's what they, it's oh, what they
1: wanted to do something, anyway. <laughs> something funny about Pearl Jam: the only reason they made an album is because they wanted to tour the country. <laughs> they didn't even that's, want to like be famous; they just wanted to
0: drive around, to well, play they, shows, and they did it. They did, it. So, yeah, they got yeah, to do they, it. they got super popular. made a little money, it's a, a tad bit, <laughs> just a tad bit, and so let's see here, you're on number. Four. Four?
1: Yeah, so you're number you're number, number three. three.
0: Yeah, I'm three. Yeah, yes. you're three. I was like, why am I number four again? Yeah, number. Th- uh, so it's very interesting. We're just kind of falling behind one another here. Pearl Jam is my number three. Uh, so, nice. it's, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, one of the songs I played for Shauna yesterday, Yellow. is Yellow Leadbetter, and I didn't get a chance to look it up. Shauna's like, what's Leadbetter? And she said, it sounds like bedwetter. And I was like, well. That's yellow, uh, but I have no idea what Leadbetter is, but it's a fantastic song, and you know again, with their music, so we actually read the the lyrics as they were singing them, and it is is it is a dark song. it is a very sad, dark song, a lot about death, and just um it's, it's a it's a rough song if you actually listen, really listen to what they're saying in the song, and that's true for a lot of their songs, yeah. Um, but so yeah L- Yellow Lead Better and Alive and I know you mentioned Alive just now you know and so Pearl Jam fantastic group fantastic songs you know
1: I wonder if people went from uh grunge to emo because <laughs> <laughs> like, they're very similar you know yeah it is a lot of similar sounds
0: <laughs> so and I guess we'll do an emo band episode that, that's a good idea <laughs> that's really popular it's it is and so and, and I, I guess you know that's and I was reading, you know, this. I guess, like, uh, what do you call um, alternative rock? You know, it's yes. kind of formed oh. out of this. Yeah, I saw. I it. read that that yeah. grunge
1: kind of let, paved the way for right. alternative yeah. rock.
0: Yeah, and because you know, uh, grunge was, you know, they punk rock and metal, and they took both of those styles and they just formed their own their own thing with it, and just like darkened it way, way, way down. And, but yeah, and then, like you said, they definitely paved the way for a lot of other artists, a lot of other sounds and stuff. Yeah. And as short-lived as it was, was freaking amazing. So, Pearl Jam was my number three. What is yours? My number three is Soundgarden. Ooh, very
1: good. Obviously, yeah. my favorite song is Black Hole Sun. <laughs> that, they, I, was, I was looking at plays on Spotify. Mm. It's crazy how much more that song was played than any of their other songs. Yes. It was like 800. Hundred million, maybe billion, something oh, like that. Oh yeah, I pretty- believe it.
0: But <laughs> Sun is an amazing
1: song. Yeah. Mean, it is. Like uh, they almost didn't even release that song on the album because they didn't think it'd be good. Oh god, I mean <laughs> that to-
0: would have been a, a mistake. That would have been a huge loss because de- definitely their their top song. I mean, oh it, yeah, it is. Again, the, the sound. I mean, just you can't really get away from the sound of how. Just different it is, uh, you know, really until they started doing it, you really did not hear people sing like that. You didn't oh, hear yeah. the, the, Chris, the music like that. Chris Cornell was an amazing singer. Really was. I mean, just you, it was definitely, I, I see why it took off. I mean, cause you really hadn't heard anything like that before. Right. They, they did just something just, it was just it completely was different. different. Right. Yeah. So, um, and it did an amazing job with it. And, uh Chris.
1: Chris Cornell. He broke several condenser mics because his vocals have such a wide range. Wow, I so believe they, that they finally yeah. had a good setup. They figured it out eventually how to right. set it up where he wouldn't be breaking. Mics. <laughs> I believe it.
0: They're, they're 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 sound. I just I don't know. I just love it. It's just it's something to listen to.
1: And uh, when when Rage Against the Machine kicked mm-hmm. out their main vocalist, right. I think he left actually he was kind of crazy yes the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine right Uh, Chris Cornell formed a new band with them later down the road Audio Slave
0: wow oh yeah
1: I don't know if you remember them
0: I I know I I know I know of the band Audio Slave
1: I thought that was cool that is cool it was basically Chris Cornell and the whole band besides the singer of Rage Against the Machine
0: wow huh (laughs) yeah That's, that's a very interesting fact
1: yes just in uh, case you guys didn't know that. If you didn't know there that, there might be some you know. audio slave fan out there that didn't know that he was in another band before that.
0: <laughs> wow. No, uh I, well, I did I like Audio Slave too. They, they, yeah, they were good. They're yeah. really good. Well, I didn't even I, don't, I didn't know that, to be honest with you. I didn't I never put the two together. <laughs>
1: that's that's a very interesting I got, I got an interesting one on my next one too. Okay. But we'll do your number two first. All right, number
0: two. Uh so this is a band that was not from Seattle. They were from Chicago, actually, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. And so that was, uh, I, I, I love Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, they're great. Uh, so my top song from them was uh, Today. And until, honestly, until yesterday, I didn't really realize what the song was about. So, you know, I, I always hear that it was saying, you know, today's going to be the, the best day. And so, again, yesterday, we know we're rereading the lyrics and he is uh, contemplating suicide in the song today. Oh, wow. And so yeah, it is again. Um, and I like it. You know, he, he really went back and forth with his voice, you know, during the chorus. It's kind of light. And, and, and then when he starts singing his the vocals of the song, you know, he's back to that, that rough, you know, grunge you know, sound of it. So, yeah, uh, Today and 1979. Love it. Uh, there's a lot, you know, Disarmed, tons of, of chair songs. chair Rock. Yes, chair Rock. Uh, tons of songs from Smashing Pumpkins. Really, really good band. But out of all of them, Today is my, my top song from them.
1: Instead of Committing Suicide, he bought TNA Wrestling.
0: Yes, he did. I, uh,
1: did, I remember I told you that. But I didn't know he sold it already. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think now he, he, he owns... NWA wrestling which is like the old school yeah, which yeah. is not as popular as it used to oh, be wow. like in the 80s. I didn't even
0: know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they, they Billy Corgan that's his name right? Yep, yeah. Yeah. Uh you know one of the one of the things that I, I didn't realize I I knew they they got out of you know the, the band you know eventually fell apart but he had like a he had some mental uh, not uh, he had some mental breakdowns. Like,
1: Seems like a lot of these guys yeah. did in these bands.
0: Yeah, there there's some they struggled with of some course stuff. Chris Cornell,
1: they're... he he was found dead in a hotel, I think, and yeah. and he overdosed or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Uh, a lot of, and yeah, unfortunately that happened to a lot of these these people. So a lot of a lot of sad stuff came out of all of this. Uh so uh that was my number two. What is your number two?
1: My number two is Lee Singer also died from overdose. Ah. Scott Whelan and the Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, wow. <laughs> that number five, fantastic band. That, uh, I think they're the, I want to say they're the only band in my top five, not from Seattle as well. Yeah, they're from they're, San Diego, yes, I believe. San Diego,
0: yep.
1: Yeah, everyone else in my top five is Seattle. Seattle.
0: Yeah, I was, what was I, I was, uh, there was a small, so they had a, uh, how do I say it? there was one website and I thought it was really good. They broke down where the grunge bands were from. And so again, you know, a lot of them we, we hadn't heard of. If if you it didn't, wasn't there in Seattle all the time and people didn't, they didn't really make it big, but there was a lot of grunge bands in that, you know, in the area. And then of course they had like a small list of grunge bands that were you know, from a few different states and stuff. So, but yeah, so. Their, uh, I
1: was looking it up real quick. Their, uh, their album "Thank You" with the it's, sunflowers on it, It's like yeah. a compilation of their greatest hits. Mm-hmm. You can just listen to the whole album. It's great.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they they they're fantastic. Really, really good music. <laughs>
1: uh, their their name. I got something funny about their name. It's it's a little not safe for work. So, you can close your kids' ears if you're out okay. there. They were originally just STP, but they had to change it because there was like a brand. I think they're like a motor cleaning brand named STP. Yeah,
0: yes, it is. There's oil. There's there's a lot of
1: yes. Yeah. Well, they made them change it. So do you know what they changed it to? Oh, close your ears, kids. They changed it to the Shirley Temple's pussy. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Thankfully, they changed that, it to Stone Temple Pilots after that. I'm gonna tell you uh, in, in marketing. That would be a tough sale. Yeah, it's that, hard to that put, put that on, on, you know, yeah. on shelves. yeah, I was about to say, you know, you're you going to have a hard time. Can't, can't even say their name on the radio. You Coming can't. up next. The, Shirley Temples. What? The? <laughs> can't say that. Hoo-ha. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been a tough sale. I understand, you know, going against the, the norm, but that... that Good choice in Stone Temple Pilots, definitely.
1: Oh, and Scott Whelan also went on to form a band later with another band. Uh, he, he joined three members of Guns N' Roses. They formed a band called Velvet Revolver. I don't know if you remember them or heard of them. I do not
0: know that band. Oh,
1: After this, I'll play a song by them. It was really good, actually. Okay. I, know, I know it was Slash. I can't remember which other two members from Guns N' Roses. Really? But it was Scott Whelan and three members, and I think someone else, too. Wow. Yep.
0: Okay, so I remember hearing about Slash going to another band.
1: Yeah. I did a... not
0: realize it was... Wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty... I I'm, cool I'm looking forward to hearing this, yeah. yeah I'll play it for cool. you. I'll play you their
1: best song, I think, after yes. the... I,
0: you know, I really wished that we could play little tidbits of music for you guys. If you've never listened to grunge music, if you haven't listened to these bands that we've mentioned so far, yeah. it is it is worth... Even if it maybe it's not your type of music it is just worth giving them a listen to, to see what they did with music because it was amazing yeah they
1: they revolutionized it they really time. did they they, it, they just what's crazy it was just a short span it was like maybe 1990 to
0: like 94 95 yeah it, it, they yeah they didn't they make it into went. the <laughs> 2000s uh 2000s i said 10 uh 2000s. they didn't make it yeah they didn't make it to 2000 no no <laughs> of course some of the bands you know they still put out a little bit of music but just the the whole grunge thing just, yeah, you know, it just didn't. It, didn't it came keep, and went. Yeah, but it was it was enormous, like as far as sales and stuff like that. Speaking of
1: enormous, let's hear your number
0: one, yes, Scotty. My this number is your one enormous pick. Uh I still listen to them. Now, out of all these bands, I listen to this band more than any of them. I listen to. Literally all their songs, and that is Nirvana. And so, Nirvana was not the first um, band to get signed and, and put out a grunge record, but when Nevermind came out, it was the biggest record. It was, you know, so, and I, lo- I thought this was kind of cool. And uh, I read it before, and I'm glad I went back and, and saw it again just to kind of uh, jog my memory about it. So their like song that just kicked it off and just like really got the ball rolling for grunge music was Teen Spirit. Oh yeah, and smells like cool, Teen Spirit. Yes, cool. Cool thing about uh, that song was that Kurt Cobain got the idea from his ex girlfriend told him, "You smell like Teen Spirit." He did not realize at that moment she was just talking about his deodorant that he was yeah. wearing, which is called Teen Spirit. And I think so, she even wrote it on the wall. Yeah. So he kept reading it over and over. You <laughs> smell like Dean Spear. Yeah. And he said that his, you know, his main focus for that song was for kids to, for kids, teenagers to wake up and to see what's going on around you. And so, but yeah, Nirvana, uh, super sad what happened to Kurt Cobain. Another one of these yeah. Man, these lead singers. And so a lot of controversy about Kurt Cobain's passing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it was registered as a suicide, that he had shot himself. I kind of think he might have had some help uh, in doing it. Yes, a lot of people think Courtney Cox did yeah. it. Yeah. No, not Courtney Cox. Wait, who was it? Courtney Love. Courtney Love, sorry. Courtney, Courtney Cox Ron is Courtney. Friends. And Courtney Cox, we know you didn't do it. Yeah, Courtney <laughs> Cox, you're innocent. Well, I guess technically Courtney Love is. Yes. Um, but some people don't think she yes, is. Yes, she, she was, you know. She wasn't found guilty uh, or tried or, or, you know, anything. They just ruled it as a suicide. But, you know... Um, I think, like, law enforcement society saw him as a
1: menace, so they yeah, probably didn't even want to try to... The, yeah, I'm sure it would not if, if there was plot play.
0: It, it, yes, exactly. If, if it was, they didn't look into it too hard. Um, he, was, he was definitely a, a different person. If you look at his interviews and stuff, he was... He's a different guy, but... Yes. guitarist and, and songwriter, singer, just absolutely amazing. Uh, sadly, you know, he had a, a horrible heroin addiction. And they said that, that was what, you know, when he did die, he he was just super high. Like he was out his mind high. That uh,
1: Scott Whelan and I think Scott Whelan and Chris Cornell also had a heroin addiction. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it sad um, that during that time, and I guess the singers at that time, they just got hooked on it, and it, it was a sad thing because I, I really think the music probably could have went, you know, gone on longer, done a lot more, uh, if it wasn't for these these you know singers passing away and the way they did. And that's probably what might have put a halt to. to I wonder if
1: like uh, singing about all those heavy topics got to them. Like, yeah, we thinking I, about it.
0: Mean, yeah, it actually we could have. Uh, as far as uh, Nirvana uh, one of my favorite songs is in bloom. Uh, I, I love that song. And so this is just my idea. This is not any confirmed or I've never read it. So, but I, I always remembered when, you know, Kirk Cobain said that he didn't like these, these people, these, these rich yuppies. I don't know. I like the word yuppies for some reason. Yeah. And so riding around, you know, singing his music. And so in the, the song bloom, he says, you know, they like to along. They, they, to all my pretty songs and to shoot their guns and, but they don't even know what it means. Uh, So I was like, Oh my God. And again, this this is my (laughs) idea. This is my thought that this, he was saying to all you people out there that aren't going through what we're going through or, you know, living the, the kind of life or upbringing that we've had. You just like singing my songs, but you don't even know what it means. And that was my idea. But I think it's true. And it, it, to me, it kind of stinks. <laughs> and so, but yeah, in bloom. <laughs> Sounds pretty reasonable. It does. <laughs> uh, it does. So, and, and then uh, I had to kind of quit doing that because there was, um, I believe it was, uh, come as you are, you know, in the end of it, he starts singing, I don't even have a gun. And I was like, oh, he's like, you he don't even have a gun. He's trying to tell us <laughs> that he didn't do it. But, again, that's just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see there. It turns out I'm, he did have I'm, a gun. I'm, no, I'm, <laughs> it's, the Spears Theorist here is coming out. and I Someone had a gun. So, someone definitely had a gun. So, hey, Tommy, what's your number one? Well, let's just say
1: back-to-back episodes, we have the same number ones, guys. That's amazing.
0: Two in a row.
1: <laughs> doing, and we don't tell each other our list. We do not. Just kept top secret yes. to Yep. Nirvana's the day. Yep. The I feel like... They're, in my opinion, they're easily the most iconic band of the '90s in
0: general, not just oh, grunge. Absolutely, um, like when you think '90s, I'm thinking Nirvana. Yeah, they, they did they the just the the amount of songs that they put out and the way they sung them. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Their Unplugged Live in New York album. Uh, they had a couple songs they sung from other people, and while the other people did good with their songs, like Nirvana just took it and blew it away. So one of their songs, uh, Lake of Fire. Yeah. Uh, I love that song. But just the, the, the guitar and, and, again, how Kurt Cobain sings. Oh, is that a cover? Yes. I did not know that. That is a cover song. So, yes. Uh, do they only do it live?
1: Because I've only heard the live. They only do it live. Okay, the, okay. The whole
0: album's just, they're live uh, Their performance from Unplugged in New York. So, okay. Hold on. I'm going to... You can talk for just a second. Because two of their songs in that, that that I know, that I personally know, was uh, cover songs. So, uh, Lake of Fire was, and The Man That Sold the World. That also was a, a cover song. One of them was by Meatloaf. And the other one was by someone else. Uh did
1: you know that uh Kurt Gobain was a janitor at the high school he dropped out of? I did not know that. And in the video for Smells Like Teen Spirit, there's a uh there's a janitor dancing around. It's it's the little Pope fun at his uh because he was a janitor at his high school.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. okay.
1: And they, uh, oh, they had five different. They had five different drummers before Dave Grohl joined, which wow. obviously everyone knows. Yes, Dave, Dave Grohl, the lead uh, singer of Foo Fighters. Uh, we he we, we went on to be the lead singer, right? After yeah, Nirvana. after
0: yeah, after Nirvana, um, uh, after they fell apart, or you know, after Kurt Cobain, after they lost pass. their head, right? Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Still too soon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Oh man, yes. <laughs> yeah, he went on and the head of their band. Yes, and you know, same thing as you you said earlier when we were going through this list of grunge bands from the '90s. I saw Foo Fighters in there, and some of their songs, maybe, but to me personally, their songs. If you listen to what people categorized. Grunge music as, you know, the the, the drift the, the the guitar, the 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 back feet of it and stuff and the the dark rough lyrics, yeah, yeah. The, the rough uh growly singing. Uh Foo Fighters didn't fit in that with me. Nope. Even though I, I like Foo Fighters and I thought they were a good band, oh, good yeah, songs. They're great. But I wouldn't put them they in, had a long career too. They do, yeah. They're, I mean, think they still make stuff. Like they grow at least does something. They do and they had put out a movie. I never seen it. It's it, it like literally just came out this year. It was about them getting signed or them rec- at this recording studio, and the recording studio is possessed and all this stuff. And that, oh, that a funny that thing that is Yes. Yeah, it's, it's when you know the um, the the drummer for uh, wasn't the drummer that passed away? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, I so. want to give a special shout out to uh, Temple of the Dog. Ooh, they yes. had that song that was awesome, which was, I think it was another one of those mixed band things, but uh, Chris Cornell sang in that song. Right. It's called Hunger Strike. Yes. Oh, man, that song was... It is. They they, they, st- they played that a lot right. back in... And they still
0: play it. To yeah. this day, yeah. they're, they're a good band. Very good band. I'm going hungry. <laughs> man saw the World, David Bowie. That was a David Bowie song. Okay. Yes. And then... Lake of Fire was a meatloaf song.
1: Did not know that. Yes. I'm assuming it sounded different. It did. Okay.
0: It did. Um, Nirvana definitely did their thing with it and turned it into a grunge, grunge music. And I mean, that their, their, their yeah, guitar play their in Lake of Fire. It, oh, funny story. Nirvana also had a song that... Apparently, they didn't like them singing like in like award shows. So I was watching this. Uh, <laughs> I read this too. <laughs> yes. I was I was actually watching. It was an MTV Music Awards thing. And so, you know, they have different bands coming up and playing and stuff. Yeah. And so Nirvana comes up and they start to sing Rape Me. And, well, so, and they already agreed that they wouldn't. wouldn't right. And so they had... <laughs> He got like the first two bits out where he just starts saying, you know, rape me. Yeah. And then he stops and he went and sung. I think it was lithium. Yeah. It was either lithium or come as you are. It's one of those. I think it was lithium. I think you're right. And so, yeah, that, but so I, I was at work one night and I got my speaker set up and I, I'm listening. I'm actually listening to Nirvana. And so it was just guy. He was a bit younger than me and he walks up and he's like, Hey, can I use your computer? And I was like, Oh, yeah. And I God, I thought, I was like, well, this is going to be interesting if he's never he, he doesn't know this song. Because right when he walked up to the computer, it was closer to the end of Rape Me, because Rape Me was playing. And at that point in the song, Kurt Cobain is screaming, screaming Rape Me! Yes. And so, and yeah. And the guy was like, he's like looking at the speaker and looking back at the computer. And I'm like watching him. And I was like, huh. And he's like, oh, OK. And he like went away fast. And so he comes back a little later, and Lake of Fire is on at that point. He's <laughs> like, what are you listening <laughs> to, man? You know, he, he walks up right when it says, you know, where are the bad people go when they die? They go to a lake of fire and fry. And he's like, looking at the speaker again, and like looks at me. And I was like, I said, it's Nirvana, man. It's good music. <laughs> he's like, "Huh?" Oh. <laughs> so, but um, it, it, it was rape, funny. Rape me.
1: And... That was a song was it about was that the one that was about that 14 year old girl that got
0: raped and tortured right right yeah yeah and again like we said you know their their music and this you know across the board you know dark music but they yeah, like Polly <laughs> it's another dark song Woo! definitely a very dark song but they dealt you know and it said they just went singing like oh we're gonna make all bad music you know they were really singing about stuff that that kids and stuff were really going through Yeah, like real you know, issues. Yeah, real issues that, that people were facing. You know, of course, you know, people still face those things today, but you know, they were making music for kids that were facing all these issues. Yeah, it went and, from
1: like love songs and partying in the eighties to like serious yeah, stuff. Yeah,
0: there, 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 there's kids that are, you know, committing suicide. There's there's kids getting raped. There's, you know, bad home situations. There's you know kids that were addicted to drugs and like and, in their own way they're right, bringing they, light to that. Yeah, they they stuff. were they were you know, yeah, they were bringing awareness that hey not all life is partying and fun. There's a lot of bad things going on and they were singing about it and I thought it was really cool. Yeah. That's what what really set to me you is kinda made set the music part. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's just so like I said if you have not if you've never listened to any of these groups and you always just thought that's not my kind of music just give it a listen, give it a try. It's really, you know, it's at it's, least
1: listen to Nirvana, right? Absolutely, <laughs> listen
0: to Nirvana. They, their music is, you know, they, they, they just are they all over the place. And it, it was funny. So, I was uh, Shauna's favorite song out of all of these, uh, was actually, uh, Today by Smashing Pumpkins. Um, the Teen Spirit song, it, it was funny because she was trying to read the lyrics to Teen Spirit, and you know, and there's very random things like, in in the chorus, you know, mosquito, lobato, who <laughs> mentioned, is you just he's just all over the place. But so you you if you just listened and wasn't really listening, you would think you know his songs just are just him blabbering about just random, just throwing out random words. Yeah. But you 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 really have to listen to what he's saying, and there's meaning at, to 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 what he's trying to say and so he just sang it in a different way same thing with song from batman I something know the song, in the way something in the way yes yeah they, they <laughs> were playing that song a lot yeah after batman of course they they played it like it was a brand new song and i was like that song's been around forever
1: and they were playing <laughs> it in memes too
0: yes so
1: they brought the song back
0: it really did and but if you listen to like the just if you just randomly listen to the lyrics of the song you know he talks about Having a fish as a friend, and it's just really just if you really didn't listen to what he's saying and and, and figure it out again, it sounds like just some just perfect random Batman. So. It was. It, <laughs> if you haven't seen <laughs> the Batman, yeah. it was the Batman. Yeah, the right? Batman. Okay. I, with the guy from Twilight. Twilight, Yeah, I it, wish I could remember. His I, name. I always say I, I always call him Edward. His name is not Edward. That's his name in the movie. It's, it's, right? Yes, yeah, so that's in Twilight. Much better job in the Batman, by the way. Sorry, but which also now, what that was a good movie. I liked Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I had so, to look it up. Yes, I'll be honest. <laughs> that that was good, but that song really did fit that movie. Like with the at the times they played it, like it's it really did fit the mood of the movie. Like, that was that was a, that was a great that was a great song for that movie. And I loved.
1: Uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth. It's
0: yes. <laughs> a great choice. They they did a good job with that movie. That's yeah. a DC movie that I like. And, and I
1: believe we're getting a second one, right? Uh, supposed to. Yeah. and yes. I know it's not James Gunn, but it's still. It's right. so good, I don't yeah. care.
0: They, there is supposed to be another Batman with him following that. I hope they do. Because I, I thought they did a good job. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it was... Uh, like we said, you know, the music was dark. So it, that movie, was, you know, was dark situation. It's a dark movie, yeah. You know, dark theme. And so they put a song in there that was a really dark song. It matches the vibe. It, it really, it really, it just, it really brought the, it brought the vibe of the movie out. Like you, the the song brought it feeling, to, right? To what I thought, and and like I had said before, you know, when when we got done listening, we I let her listen to him yesterday. I said, just sit down. I said, you know, this is going to take a few minutes do I want you to listen to each of these songs. And by the time she's like, I, she said, I am really sad after listening to what these guys are singing about what they're saying. And I was like, yeah, that was kind of the, you know, what they were aiming for in the, in the making of the music. That it, it was sad situations. Uh, but, you know, just, if you just listen to the music though, it sounds awesome. Like the, 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 the music are the vocals. Yeah. The, the, the vocals the guitars, Yeah. There was actually one of these songs. Oh, uh, "Creep."
1: Oh, "Sound of the Pilots." Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, you know, definitely need to mention them. Uh, there was the uh, just the uh, what was the word? What's the word? Just when it's just the the, the the not it's just the musics without the without the no lyrics. You know, no, no lyrics. vocals. Instrumental. Yeah. Yeah, just the instrumental of, of "Creep" and man, that like they're, they're when the guitar comes in and stuff. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So even just, you know, if you wouldn't listening to what they're saying, yeah, their, their music, absolutely incredible. Just, I mean, it was, like like we said, it's so different. Right. That it just, you you to me, you just wanted to like it because right. you've never heard it before. But you guys definitely check it out. It's yes. really good. Really, really good. Awesome, incredible music. And I'm I'm liking the list. I like doing the list. Uh, the, the we did this last week yeah and you know again this week and i think this is, this is a good flow i think it, it goes easy yeah and um as one of our, our creative helps have has mentioned you know it keeps the information down and so yes <laughs> thank you um and so it, it keeps the information down you're not just overloading and oh and our listener matt said he enjoyed the list hey matt yeah, thank you Matt. you're welcome. <laughs> I got another list for you. And so, yeah. I'll make
1: a list of my top favorite listeners. (laughs) Okay. Speaking (laughs) of our listeners, if you would like to reach out to us, yes. uh, As always, I'll have the uh, link in the bio. It has all of our links on there music, or not music.
0: (laughs) We're not making
1: music at this time. Yeah, it's coming out Um... soon, guys. (laughs) Okay. It's. That was,
0: that, that's what you're going to get.
1: get. All of our podcasts, you can find it everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have um, Facebook for What the Culture Podcast, Instagram or What the Culture Pod, just P O D. Yes. And if you actually just go to one of those, you'll find all the yeah, links. You can, yeah, <laughs> you can go on. You
0: can go on Facebook and go on Twitter and and Instagram, and there's a link to everything. And it'll be in our show it. notes. Yes, it will. Yes. Uh, so you can get in touch with us, all the different stuff. Yeah. Hey, if you play Minecraft, check out the, the Minecraft Yes, we server. have a server. You yes. can sign
1: up to go Absolutely on there through awesome. Patreon. So not only will you get to hang out on Minecraft with us, you'll be supporting us. If you, yes. if, you like the stream, if you like the podcast, you want to support us a little bit.
0: Yep, of always course. welcome, appreciate always appreciated, it. and also we just appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, just listening is yes the, the biggest support you guys can do. Thank you so much. We we hope you enjoy. We enjoy doing it. Uh, oh, we yeah. enjoy tell your friends doing about this stuff. Absolutely, share.
1: You know, spread the word. Give us a review on Spotify. Then you can leave stars or something.
0: Yes, that helps us out. Just it helps get the get the word out. And, yeah, we'll, and build popularity. It, they'll advertise us more on Spotify. Yes. So we thank you, thank you so much for you guys listening. Yes, and over like I looked last night, it's like six hundred and seventy uh, followers now on Facebook. Dang! So, wow, yeah. yeah. Jo- thank you.
1: If you're not thank on you there so yet. Yeah, come and join us. Yeah, we- leave us some feedback. We 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 post a lot of interactive posts. Like- yes, yeah,
0: some good cool stuff on there. Yeah, yeah there's two young kids headbanging to uh, some really cool music, to so to some cool '80s hair band music. <laughs> If you haven't watched them, you gotta check them out. They're fantastic. (laughs) Well, again, always thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Yes, and we will catch you next time. Yes, right. Thank you, guys. Bye. You. Bye.